I'll say it again. Great job. I'll say it one more time. Great job. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. 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 We praise the Lord. We thank God for our youth department. Amen. Amen. For all of you officers that have been working so diligently with those children, we praise God for all of you. For not only teaching them the word of God, but allowing them to be conscious in the world that they are living in. Amen. We're saved, but we can't bury our heads in the sand and act like the reality of the world that we're living in does not exist. But if you watch the news, you know it's dangerous even at your child's schoolhouse. And the mere fact that your child made it home, you should have towed that house up praising the Lord. Somebody missed it. Let me say it again. I said the mere fact that your child made it home, you should have towed your house up praising the Lord. Because you don't know what traps the enemies had set for your children as they went to school. You don't know what they had to walk through. This bullet, that bullet, this confrontation, that confrontation. Somebody didn't take their medication and all of that. And the Lord brought your child home. What a mighty God we serve. Come on, we have some more. Y'all keep coming in. And if y'all need to sit up here with me, I won't bite. Amen. It's good to understand that our children are not the future, but they are the present. They're not generation next. They're generation now. So we're praising God for all of them. Come on, let's show them some love one more time. So we praise God. We're concluding this last Sunday of February. Um, we've been spotlighting our youth all month long. We're grateful to all of those that participated on program this month. We're concluding today. We'll be at Dave and Buster's after service. Amen, if the Lord permits. Amen. So feel free to come join us. Amen. The big one on I-10, Cater Freeway right there. We're going to be there um, celebrating with them, allowing them to have fun. And as we're pre positioning ourselves, just let me say, uh, parents, please make sure that your children are there. Amen. And um, if you don't have the money, and you don't have the money, hello, and the person sitting next to you won't loan you $20 for your child, look to your left and your right. I believe it's a saint in the house that'll help sponsor a child. Amen. Amen. And if none of them help you sponsor, then come see me before we leave. Amen. But we want to make sure that no child does not go because of lack of funds. Amen? So we want to make sure, as a church, we want to make sure, thank all of you 
parents who already let me know that you are contributing, you're sponsoring children, um, make sure I see y'all right after church <laughs> that we can make sure we cover all of that. Amen. All right. Again, we praise God. We thank God. And there is a word from the Lord. Amen. If you can, go with me to the gospel accorded by Mark. Amen. Mark. What a great day. Baptism. Amen. And watching our children consciously. Speak their convictions. Mark chapter 5. Call your attention to Mark chapter 5. I'm going to read a few passages of scripture just for clarity. And then if you say amen, I won't have to preach so long so we can be out of here in time. um, That we can get where we need to be. Mark chapter 5, I believe we're beginning at verse Is it 22 or 23? 22, verse 22. The leader of the local synagogue, whose name was Jairus, arrived. When he saw Jesus, he fell at his feet, pleading fervently with him, My little daughter is dying, he said. Please come and lay your hands on her. Heal her so she can live. Verse 24, Jesus went with him. And all of the people followed, crowding around him. Drop down to verse 35 if you can. While he was still speaking to her, messengers arrived from the home of Jairus, the leader of the synagogue. They told him, your daughter is dead. There's no use troubling the teacher now. But Jesus overheard them and said to Jairus, don't be afraid. Just have faith. Then Jesus stopped the crowd and wouldn't let anyone go with him except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. And when they came to the home of the synagogue leader, Jesus saw much commotion and weeping and wailing. And he went inside and asked, why all the commotion and weeping? The child isn't dead. She's only asleep. The crowd laughed at him. But he made them all leave and took the girl's father and mother and his three disciples into the room where the girl was lying. Holding her hand, he said to her, Talitha Kaon, which means little girl, get up. And the girl, who was 12 years old, immediately stood up, walked around, and they were overwhelmed. And totally amazed. On your way to your seat, can you just shout a fresh start? Amen. A fresh start. If we're going to maintain unity, if we're going to get to where we have unity, we're going to have to understand what it is to have a fresh start. A fresh start. Um, For some of us, if we're honest, family, the truth of the matter is, while we are celebrating this last Sunday in February, there are some who can testify 2018 has already been a challenge. There's somebody in here that can testify, 
I know I came into 2018 saying this is my season, this is my winning season, everything attached to me wins. I know I came in shouting that this season is going to be my greatest season, this season is going to be my year of increase, this season is going to be the year that the Lord bestows upon me blessings that I do not even deserve, but blessings that's going to blow everybody's mind. But here we are on the 25th day of 2018 in February, and some can testify I already need a fresh start because life has been a little tough you know it didn't start off like I wanted to I bumped into some challenges I bumped into some issues I've have some problems that I'm dealing with I have some folk that's getting on my nerves I have some I have some folk that's getting on my nerves one more time I have some folk that's getting on my nerves I'm bumping into these folk everywhere I go and if I don't get a fresh start I'm going to unleash something on them that's not holy but I praise the Lord that on February on the 25th this Sunday Hiller in 20 2018, the Lord shares with us that it is possible for each and every one of us to receive a fresh start. I just want to throw this out there as we set this up. Um, the truth of the matter is, even if you are good, even if you are saved, even if you serve the Lord to the best of your ability, you are not exempt from trouble, trials, and tribulations. I'm going to look this way because this side already know what I'm talking about. This side need to get on board. Even if you saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, you go to church, you pay your tithes, you serve like you're supposed to serve, but that does not exempt you from trials, trouble, and tribulations. Okay, maybe y'all don't have trials, trouble, and tribulation. Let me check this side of the room over here because I believe somebody over here will testify. I know I'm saved. I have a relationship with the Lord. I do my best to serve him, but I still got to deal with trials, trouble, and tribulation. Has nothing to do with my salvation, but it has everything to do with my reality. And how do you handle serving God and still being holy when you got to deal with some devilish folk and some tricky troubles? Will anybody testify in here every now and then? Saved folk need to know how to have a fresh start. I'm at church, but sometimes even at church, I feel like cussing. I'm at church, but sometimes at church, I feel like fighting. I'm at church, but even at church, sometimes I don't want to fool with the folk at church because them are some of the messiest folk you ever want to. You ain't never been there. But if you keep living long enough, you're going to bump into some clowns at church. But how do you give the Lord the best of your service when you're in the presence of a devil? Hello, somebody. And sometimes you need to ask God to give you right where you are a fresh start. Lord, you know, if you don't take the reins right now, I'm going to do something. Hello, Lord, you know, if you don't step in right now, it's going to be ugly. Lord, you know, if you don't hold my mind, if you don't hold my mouth, if you don't hold my tongue, if you don't hold my body, Lord, I'm going to do something. Lord, you know, is it anybody standing in that category where you just have to lift your hands and say, Lord, you know. I love you, Lord, but I cut them deep. Hello, somebody. I love them, but I take them out of here. Lord, I can't take no more. I'm at the edge. I'm about to throw in the towel. Don't push me because I'm close. (laughs) 
And Jairus teaches us that saved folk, folk that serve the Lord, can find themselves in an issue with a trouble, with a trial, with a tribulation. And here is my remedy to you if you don't get nothing else. If you need a fresh start, Jairus teaches us to get to Jesus. I know you wanted me to be real deep, speak Hebrew and Greek, but let me give it to you in plain English. If you need a fresh start, here's what you do. Get to Jesus. That didn't get this side. Y'all sleep over here. Let me talk to these folks. Y'all got a little spunk over here. If you need help, if you need a change in your life, here's what you do. Get Y'all caught on now? Let's see if y'all caught on. I say if you need help, if you find yourself in a piece of trouble, if you need some help in your life, here's what you do. Because I'm here to tell you when you get to Jesus, Jesus got a way of making everything all right. Isn't any witnesses in here can testify if it had not been for Jesus? Listen, I don't have no money. I don't have no political connections. I may not have the best of education. But what I can tell you is when I made my way to Jesus. Won't Jesus make everything all right? My heart is heavy, but I'm at Jesus' feet. My trials are big, but I'm at Jesus' feet. My haters are everywhere, but I'm at Jesus' feet. Because at the feet of Jesus. Can I tell you what you need to do, children? Find your way to Jesus. Because when you get to Jesus, he knows how to make everything all right. Can I, can I, can I give it to you and hurry up? Uh, verse 22, verse 22, he gets to Jesus. Verse 23, he confesses. Hello. Verse 24, he gets his answer. Verse 25, there's an interruption. Somebody missed it. Come on, Imani. Let me see if you can walk with me. Verse 22, he gets to Jesus. Verse 23, he confesses. Verse 24, he gets his answer. Verse 25, there's an interruption. Here's what I'm trying to get you to understand, Shakaria. It's always somebody getting in the way of what you're trying to get. Can anybody testify in here? I would have had it, but so-and-so. It's always somebody that tries to interrupt your flow when you're trying to hook up with the Lord. But Jairus teaches us how to handle a situation when somebody tries to interrupt your connection with the Lord. Jairus teaches us that you can't give up on God because somebody else shows up. Can I bless you with this real quick? Everybody in here, we in the same building and everybody in here needs something from the Lord. Let's check the building. Wave at me if you need something from the Lord. Look around. But my shout as the leader is, God ain't short on power, grace, or mercy. He can bless you and me at the same time. He can bless this side and that side at the same time. God don't run out of blessings because too many folks show up. But when you show up at the feet of Jesus, he says, I'll bless you in ways that your mind don't even understand. Wait a minute. Is there somebody in here that needs a blessing from the Lord right now? Would you look at somebody and say, you better learn how to handle your interruptions? Ah. LeVar, I want a fresh start. So if the usher don't speak, if the usher don't smile, that's an interruption. I didn't come for them. I came to get to Jesus. 
One more time. Verse 22, he gets to Jesus. Verse 23, he confesses. Verse 24, he gets his answer. Verse 25, there's an interruption. Why would God allow an interruption to show up when he know this brother's daughter is laying at the point of death? Did you hear what I just asked? You know my situation is urgent, Lord. Why an interruption now? (laughs) Have you ever been late to work and every red light got you? Why an interruption now? Come on, you know what I'm talking about. You, you know, you, you understand. And, and, and have you ever been trying to get to the bank? And you see that security guard finna lock that door? Maybe it's just me. No, not today, baby. I need this here. Not now. Not this interruption. I'm going to go get my ski mask. Now I'm just joking. God will teach you something with divine interruptions. Can I tell you what J.R.S. needed to know? What J.R.S. needed to know is if the Lord could handle this girl. Oh, I guess you don't know who interrupted him. Here's who interrupted him. It was a woman who had been suffering from an issue of blood for 12 long years. Can I say it one more time? It was a woman who had been suffering from an issue of blood for 12 long years. For 12 long years, liquid life had been leaving her body. But the Lord lets her know that if you just get to Jesus, wait, J.R.S. is coming from one direction and here comes a woman with another issue from another direction and they both get to Jesus simultaneously. And what I love about the Lord, he ain't going to ignore me to bless you and he ain't going to bless you to ignore me. He ain't going to ignore me. Hello? He ain't going to ignore you to hook up me. He'll entertain us both at the same time. And sometimes what the Lord teaches you, Nikita, is you got to know how to praise while somebody else is getting their blessing while the Lord is bringing and your blessing along the way because if you can't praise when I'm getting mine don't expect the Lord to give you what you want in yours but then anybody here can testify as long as I see that he's still in the blessing business I'm going to give him some praise because I know my blessing is on the way can you help me real quick can you just stop praising the Lord for the person sitting next to you? Just look at him. Don't touch him. The fruit is real. And say, this blessing, this praise is for you. This shout is that your Lord will bless you. I'm lifting my hand that the Lord will touch you and give you whatever you need. I'm asking God not to bless me. I'm good. But I'm asking the Lord to cover your house, cover your family, cover your health cover your children. I'm asking the Lord to bless you. Is it anybody in here bold enough to ask God to bless your neighbor? In other words, in other words, Reggie, he said, can I trust you with a blessing? That's all I'm trying to understand because J.R.S. needs to understand that you're not the only one in need. One more time, I'm about to get out your way. We are, I'm not out of message or information, but I'm almost out of time. So let me see if I can help you get this real quick. One woman shows up. She's been dealing with this issue for 12 long years. But on the flip side, when you get to the end of, verse, of chapter 5, you'll discover that J.R.S.'s daughter is 12 years old. <laughs> I'm saying one more time. On one end, she's dealing with an issue for 12 years. 
On another end, his daughter is 12 years old, which simply means in that time she was about to leave childhood, move into womanhood. She's lying at the brink of death. She's about to die. But the Lord lets Jairus understand this one interesting fact about the Lord. Listen, here's somebody standing with death coming her way, but you say your daughter is lying with death coming her way. And if I can keep this woman standing for 12 years, don't you think I can help your daughter? Hello? Has she just been, she's 12 years old? I'm not going to let her die with untapped potential. Hello, somebody. And that's when you got to recognize not only to get to Jesus and confess what's going on, now you got to ignore the crowd. I know you missed it. Look at verse 35 because in verse 35, here comes some other folk from his hometown telling him, don't bother that man no more. Your daughter has died. Let me tell you one more time. Don't bother that man no more. Your daughter has died. One more time. Don't bother that man no more. Your daughter has died. Can I tell you what you better learn how to do? Ignore some folk. Because he was looking from an he was looking from a human and an earthly perspective. But if a human and earthly perspective could handle it, Jairus would have never had to come to Jesus. Because the Bible says Jairus was a ruler. And can I throw this out there, Marshall? Don't get mad at me, y'all. But the only reason Jairus came to Jesus because he had tried everything else. I'm just going to see who's honest in here and testify. I tried everything I could find before I had to come to Jesus. Come on, get real up in here. I didn't come to Jesus as my first thought. Jesus was my last resort. Come on, somebody. And what I'm glad about is even though I made it my last resort, he didn't hold that against me. Got drunk, but he still blessed me. Slept around, but he still blessed me. Used drugs, but he still blessed me. Lost my mind, but he still blessed me. Acted up with my mama and daddy, but he still blessed me. Somebody can testify I did some stuff, but when I got to his feet, I mean to come get my mic and tell me, did he bless you? the kind of God I serve. He'll bless me if I just get there. They show up. They give a bad report. But Jesus said, don't listen to that mess. And he shows up. He finally gets his way. He finally makes his way. He makes his way to the home and to the house of Jairus. When he gets to Jairus' house, he discovers some strange stuff going on. And here's what was going on. The Bible declares that they was weeping and wailing. They was having a whole lot of commotion going on. And when you go understand what they was doing, they were doing idolatry. They were having idol worship. They were doing idol customs. And what they were doing, they believed that if you got in front of the dead and you start beating on your chest and pulling your hair out, cutting yourself, acting a fool, that you can bring that which was dead back to life. Because they believe that if he if they were only dead for a certain amount of hours that the spirit the soul had not left the body so they all showed up and they thought they were going to do a seance and bring that which which was gone back to life but can I tell you you got to watch all these rituals and routines that other folk have and you got to recognize I ain't got time for all of that all I need is Jesus 
I don't need Dionne Warwick and her psychic friends. I don't need no tarot card readers. I don't have to read no horoscope because when I read the Bible, it let me know that if I hook up with Jesus, everything going to be all right. Hey, Donna Gale, here's the problem. He had to leave his house to get what he wanted because the, uh, the, the trouble wasn't outside. The trouble was on the inside. One more time, Donna Gale, because somebody missed it. He had to leave his house to get what he wanted because the trouble wasn't on the outside. The trouble was on the inside. And what the Lord had to teach us sometimes is sometimes you got to let go of what you've been holding on to because you are the problem. And when you take your hands off of it, the Lord can put his hands on it. Can I bless you real quick? If you want your blessings, you got to change positions with the Lord. You got to take your hands off of it and allow the Lord to put his hands on it. Because your hands have messed it up. But when the Lord put his hands on it. Jermaine almost shouted and got happy right there. Because somebody can testify. I know what it's like to be in the hands of the Lord. Who, who in here? Who in here can testify? I know what it's like to be in the hands of the Lord. I know what it's like for folk to talk about you, but the Lord to talk to you. I know what it's like for folk to scandalize your name, but the Lord writes your name on high. I know what it's like for folk to write you off, but the Lord pulls you in. I know what it's like for folk to kick you when you're down, but the Lord will lift you up. I know what it's like when folk walk out and won't fool with you, but the Lord shows up. Can I bless you real quick? There's always somebody to say you can't make it without me. Can you do me a favor? Leave and let me try. You think I can't make it without you? Bye. Let me see if I can make it. I ain't nothing. You made me. Leave and see if I can make something out of myself. Because you're not my God. Hey, Shakari, let's get out of here. But here's what Jesus did when he got there. The Bible say he had to put some folk out. I'm going to let you get it. Catch that on 288, Veronica, because you got to recognize. If you want it, there's some folk you got to put out. One more time. If you want it, there's some folk you got to put out. Can I bless you real quick? You ought to just open your phone right now and just text them. Get out. Ever since I hooked up with you, trouble been in my life. Ever since I hooked up with you, I've been messing up all along. Ever since I messed, hooked up with you, things been going down. Can you do me a favor? Renisha, don't miss this. But he said he put them all out. Alicia, that's important. Because most of us want to put some out. But the Bible declares he put them all out. I'm out of here now. I want to make sure I ain't lying because you know preachers do lie. I'm closing now. But once he puts him out, he goes in and he looks at her and he speaks these words, Talitha Kuma. When you look at that word Talitha Kuma, Talitha simply means to 
He says it means to be fresh. Come in, come in. He, he said, notice what I just said it means. Talitha means to be fresh. And kuma means to arise. I'm going to say it one more time. Uh, Talitha means to be fresh. And kuma means to arise. And what he's saying is, I don't want you to just get up with your old ways. I don't want you to just get up with your old habits. But when I want you to, when you get up this time, I need you to get up and have a fresh start. Come here. Come here. Is there anybody in here want a fresh start? He said, this time when I bless you and you get up, I need you to get rid of some old stuff. This time when I bless you and you get up, I need you to get rid of some old people. This time when I bless you and you get up, I need you to get way, get rid of some old mindsets. And when I bless you and you get up, I want you to get up and have a fresh start. I'm done, but let me ask you a question. Does anybody need a fresh start in this place right now? Hey, Keisha, one more thing you'll discover. When you count the folk that was in the room, the Bible says he put everybody out. He brought his three disciples with him and the mother and the father. And when I do mathematics, that's what they tell me at Yates. Three plus two is five. And that means there was five people he brought in. And my shout, Rowena, is when I look at the numerologist system of the Lord, five is the number of grace. And so he says, you went down sick, but I want you to get up in grace. Oh, you missed it right there. You came in trouble, but I want you to get up in grace. You came in down, but I want you to walk out in grace. Is it anybody can testify? That's my shout right there. I'm saved by the grace. Any people walking in grace right now? Any people speaking in grace right now? Anybody shouting in grace right now? Anybody know it was the grace of the Lord that got you to where you are right now? Anybody can lift your hands and say, if it had not been for the grace of the Lord. Come, come on, if he's been good to you, just start praising him right where you are. I thank you for your love. I thank you for your favor. I thank you for your mercy. But Lord, I sure thank you for your grace. Because if it had not been for your grace, hello, I couldn't stand like I stand, do like I do, act like I act, but all because of the grace. You waiting on me? No, I'm waiting on you. Because you ain't thought about his grace lately, have you? It was his grace that woke you up this morning. You ain't thought about his grace, have you? It was his grace that gave you that appetite you had to eat that breakfast this month. You ain't thought about his grace, have you? It was his grace that kept your child. Hello, you ain't thought about his grace, have you? It was his grace that healed your body when you didn't have no insurance. You ain't thought about his grace, have you? It was his grace that gave you that job that you didn't qualify for. You ain't thought about his grace, huh? It was that grace that got you off that dope corner, cleaned you up, put a Bible in your hand, and now nobody can't stop you from telling folk how good the law. It was by his. If the law's been good to you, why don't you just take five, no, six, no, 13 seconds. Y'all know what we do in here. Why don't you just start taking 13 seconds and thank God for his grace? If the Lord has been good to you, why don't you take 13 seconds and 
and just praise him for what he's already done for you. If the Lord has been good to you, why don't you take 13 seconds and just start telling the Lord thank you? Because at the conclusion of verse 42, the Bible says she stood up, walked out, and everybody was amazed. Can I bless you real quick? That's your name right there. Folk counted you out, but the Lord stood you up. Folk thought you were through, but it let you walk out. And every time you walk in the room, somebody is amazed. You made it back. You made it through. Can't nobody. I'm done. If you don't want to praise him, don't praise him. If you don't have a reason to shout, don't shout. If you don't have a reason to give him glory, don't give him glory. If you don't want to lift your hands, don't lift your hands. But somebody in the room, somebody in the room, you walked in asking the usher, sit me in the shouting section. Sit me in the miracle section. Sit me in the section where there's a testimony. Sit me next to somebody that don't mind being a witness for the Lord. Sit me next to somebody that know it is to have your heart heavy, but the Lord lifts you up. Sit me next to somebody that know it is to be sick unto death, but the Lord heal your body. Sit me in the room next to somebody that's not too embarrassed to give God glory if the Lord's been good to you. Is this a pretty good section? Is this section filled with witnesses? Are there any witnesses in the house on this side that's not embarrassed, that's not ashamed, that will lift your hands and start praising the Lord because you know? I got to test the room. What about this side over here? Is there any witnesses over here that can testify? I didn't make it because I did it all right. I didn't dot every I. I didn't cross every T. But I'm here by the grace Lord, I thank you for being God all by yourself. We bless you for this privilege to stand before your people today. Thank you for sharing with us that fresh starts are available unto us. Thank you for sharing with our children that we must unify. We must be those that stand for you, O oh God, even in the face of injustice. We give your name all of the glory right now. We thank you for every heart that's represented here. Lord, we lift you on high right now. But there's somebody in the house that needs you right now. There's some family that's struggling right now. There's some relationship that needs to be mended. And Lord, in the name of Jesus, have your way. We thank you. Lord, you are good.